Hellenic Radio. 1422 Medium Wave. Information. Innovation. Communication. As promised, I have on the line a visionary, a, an artist, multi-talented, multi-skilled, at home, on stage, and on screen, and behind the scenes, and in front of the scenes, and a supporter. I've often been involved in productions, and you can count on Juanita Adams coming to see you and support you, and really celebrate your success and joy with you. She is such an inspiration in my life and I often look and say she's a, almost like a chameleon because she takes on different forms and that's the way to survive. And in these times of corona, that is part of what is happening out there. And there's a movie called Squirrel. And when I saw this with these powerhouse women, I thought, no, I've got to try and get an interview. Ladies and gentlemen, Kirieski Kiri, Filikiflisakrates, everyone out there, I'd like to warmly welcome and say Kalimera, which is good morning to Juanita Adams. Thank you for joining us. How are you doing today, ma'am? <laughs> Hello, Mela, to you and your listeners. I'm doing really well. Oh, thank you. It's you've such got an a honor to be on your show. Oh, thank you, thank you, Juanita. Yeah, it, the the honor and and privilege is mine. And as I said, you are an inspiration. And I can oh. tell you, your Greek accent is excellent. I'm thinking maybe maybe you've been to Greece or you've had a Greek friend or something was very good. <laughs> Well, thank you. I, I wish. I <laughs> hope to go to Greece one day. Yes. All of this changes. When all this changes, yes. sure. And maybe one day we can even do some work and uh, a, a story and we can be in it together, a group of us, mm-hmm. and you can be the friend of the Greek the Greek dude or something, or I can... I I, would, hey, wouldn't I that would be like fun? That. <laughs> it would be amazing. Oh, right. So, Juanita, what I wanted to ask you is, it's the first time I'm interviewing you on, on the radio program, and what I wanted to ask you is, tell us a little bit about Juanita. We have a lot of young individuals listening, and also individuals at universities studying the craft and in the industry. Yes. A little bit about Juanita, please. I mean, there's lots to say, and like I said, multi multi talented but then leading up to swirl and what a beautiful poster. I mean those powerhouse women. Okay, over Isn't to it you. Amazing? Yeah, I Thank love it. So much. Go I, for it. You know, I I look at the poster and I, I, I still kind of have to pinch myself. <laughs> so um, I was born and raised in Cape Town, uh, went to school in Cape Town, went to study at UCT. Yeah. I, I started out doing art, actually. I was at Michaelis. Oh. And after two years, it okay. was just very clear it was not going to work. Okay. And so um, <laughs> my parents were like, well, if you think you're going to be a university job artist, you've got another thing coming. Yeah. And I thought, well, what else do I love? Uh-huh. And Throughout my schooling, I had always been in the school plays, right. and I thought, well, let me switch to drama. Okay. And I did, and I really, I met some of the most incredible people. I had the yeah. privilege of being, like, taught by some amazing people, and that's really where my theatre career took off. Um, I had my first production at the Baxter in a production of For Colored Girls that Lara Bai directed. Yes. Um, oh, and we won a fair to cap for that. That's and right. It's kind of steamrolled from there then collaborating with Nadia David to mm. do the one woman show at her feet and yes. of course me as a one woman show and you doing your one man show I feel like we've had such a great kind of twin experience and yes. I always looked to you oh. as someone who also could hold their own on stage and embody oh. several characters in, in one body you know you, you refer to me as a communion. 
you are <laughs> an incredible chameleon yourself. Oh, thank you. Um, so that kind of where things took off, started out in theatre, moved to film and television. Yes. And it's been a career spanning just over 20 years. Wow. And recently... Beautiful. I started... Thank you. I started wanting to move from being on screen to being slightly more behind the scenes. Okay. And I felt this need to start creating stories, yes. and that's when I started writing. Uh-huh. So I started sure. writing for television, and there are a couple of TV series that I've written on and had written. Right. And then suddenly I thought, well, let me challenge myself. Yay. And I joke that in a lockdown, <laughs> in the middle of a global pandemic, I had two babies. I had a human baby. Oh, my word. And then I made a, I made a film baby. Isn't it beautiful? Um, <laughs> thank gorgeous, you. Gorgeous. And I feel that... Um, like you, um, someone who comes from a particular community, yeah. it's important that we collaborate and participate and create stories that shift people's perceptions right. about the community that we come from. I don't need to tell you about what it means to come from a community that can sometimes be misunderstood yes. or sometimes there are all kinds of stereotypes. Sure. about your community, about my community. And I think you and I both kind of have positioned ourselves professionally as people who just try and portray a different side. We try to bring light to what can sometimes be quite a dark, heavy representation. And so that's where Swirl came from. Um, It's about hair. (laughs) And having lived with my hair for 43 years, (laughs) Um, and having my hair changed, you know, I was oh. saying that my hair became my politics, it became yes, my feminism, yes. it became right. my vanity, it right. was an accessory, it became my identity in, in many ways. People look at me and they sometimes they don't know who I am and right. they say, man, it's a wild big hair. And they're like, wow. no, stop that, That's me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So people start to associate me with my hair and... You know, in 2021, we're still talking about hair. Amazing. Yeah. And so I thought there's never been a better time Absolutely. to tell a story that touches on many different dynamics in the discussion around hair. Right. But I didn't want it to be a political film. I didn't want It's not a tutorial. It's not a didactic right. kind of finger wagging. It's just exploring these ideas, unpacking conversations we've had mm-hmm. um, from different perspectives about hair, without judgment. Right. Just saying, this is kind of how we see our yeah. hair. Yeah, this is everyday life. This is us. Really? We get on with it. Hello. <laughs> yeah. We just do. Right. So, in terms of the putting together, I mean, that's fantastic, and it's cause, of course... It's also terrifying and exciting at the same time to put it together. And so tell us a little bit more about the process. I mean, I love the title because Swill says a whole lot of other stuff as well, as, as, as well. Um, and as, because it takes us on a swirl and a whirl yes. and of course hair and wave. And the hair issue yes. is such a huge thing in the history of the planet and in so many ways. Yes. And like you said, politically, but that's basic, not basically, but it's been done. And now this is a fresh take. And through the fresh take, we find humanity. I think I can't wait. Yes. Also, I, as I said, I focused really specifically on one young woman. So oh, did you? The story okay. of this young woman yes. called Elaine. Elaine, okay. And she is actually at a hair college. 
and oh, she has wow. this big dream to start her own successful salon. Uh-huh. And she's but she's all about straightening hair and flat ironing hair right. and kind of relaxing hair. Okay. That's what she's no she's built herself a reputation on taming yeah. wild hair. Ah, okay. And then as <laughs> things happen kind of her world falls apart and, oh. and things start changing quite dramatically and she finds herself at a point where she has to make a choice. Right. Does she go back to her old ways where she's all about the straight, literally, and narrow? Right. Or does she take a chance and embrace a more natural wow. path? Um, wow. In terms of the process, it's interesting. When I started writing it, yes. quite soon I started really like writing for specific actors actually wow. I started writing okay. with their okay. voices in my in head in your head yeah many of many of these women um, many of the actors I know I've worked with some of them like Basil Apollo yes. directed me uh-huh. you know what I mean but yeah, very yeah. quickly I started putting as I, I, I think I started writing for them specifically so Beautiful. of course now wow. the script is done now you've got to audition <laughs> so that yes. is quite nervous because what if these Actors that I had dreamed up yes, in my head yes. weren't available okay. or made it even wanted to if they didn't like the project. So now I humbly had to approach these actors oh. and say, I've written this part. Oh. Essentially, I've written it with you in mind. It's yours to turn down. Okay. And if I tell you the way everyone embraced sure. the opportunity, oh. and not just the actors, but the crew, I had an incredible, you know, it's a, as a first time director, yes. I was terrified. <laughs> there were moments where. Yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. Right. I felt insecure and uncertain. Okay. And everybody kind of just they said, hunkered around yeah. me. And they were like, oh. what? we've got you. We've you got know? you. We're here. Oh, man. And everybody on set was talking about their hair. One of the two <laughs> guys said that his dad used to straighten his hair. Wow. And so oh, wow. it, was, it was a lovely kind of like unlocking yes. of m- more stories. Yes. I feel like this is going to start yeah. very dynamic conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, you mentioned Basil Apollos. Won't you tell us a little bit more, of, of, without any spoilers, of course, um, yes. some of the characters and the and the powerhouse? What actors? I mean, the the creme de la creme, Juanita. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm so lucky. Our young lead is um, Chanel David, and oh, viewers and your listeners might know her from SABC. Yes. She was a presenter. And this is her first time to oh, be a in a feature film. And then in her family, we have Maurice, Maurice Carpidi, yes. who plays her father. Eva Plink, who oh. is an icon, plays her mother. And then, of course, Charlene City Richards yes. um, plays her grandmother to perfection, in a way that only Charlene can. Of course. She, you know, she is, she's such an incredible oh. gift hand at comedy, but also beautiful emotional And Vanette oh. um, Ibrahim plays the... Um, kind of the head of the, the hairdressing college uh-huh. um, okay. and she completely transformed for the party and the, sure. the listeners and the viewers will recognize her from having played Charmaine yes. in the land for yes. many years but for this role she has this shock of platinum blonde hair oh, she's styled in a completely different stunning. way her wardrobe she is looking like the devil mm, wears prom, mm, like mm, step mm. aside, man, like um, Meryl Streep. <laughs> um, Apollos plays her lecturer, and um, Celeste Matthews 
who um, some of the listeners and the viewers might know from um, playing Auntie Gertie in Iron Flame. Yes. She is a neighbor. There are incredible young actors, Beanda Flanders, Veronique Jeffers, Joe and Simon Zack. Mm. So just this incredible cast Wonderful. of young Wonderful. actors, older actors, and everybody just kind of chucked in. Sure. So, um, I know that um, we, we have a time challenge, but I need to ask you two more things, if I may, Juanita. Yes. Thank you yes. so much for your beautiful light and energy and encouragement. Oh. I mean, I love also to share the podcast. We'll have one ready for next week, about Tuesday or Thank Wednesday. You. But I wanted to ask you to tell us a little bit about the filming, um, when when and where, location-wise, um, and yes. the challenges there. And then if you can give us the details of the premiere tomorrow night. Yes. Okay, go Absolutely. ahead. Absolutely. So, um, it was shot in two locations in Cape Town. One kind of in Rondebosch. Right. And um, there's a family's home. And then the school, we were very privileged to be able to shoot in the Cape Town College, um, the Hare College. The oh, Hare right. School, okay. Um, out in, in the Wymo campus. Okay. Um, I mean, COVID presented the biggest challenge. Sure. Sure. Um, so we had to make sure, out of respect for everyone, that right. the scene, some of them, we had to rewrite so that there were fewer people yes. on yes. set at one time. Um, we lost a day because we had, um, someone had been told that they were in contact with someone okay. who came in contact in with someone who yes, tested. So we had COVID protocol officers on set every right. day. There were also other COVID um, officers who would do random kind of inspections. Okay. And okay. so um, they would be on set. We would have to sanitize. We would have to stand yeah, down. Yeah. And so we were told that we would have to stand down until the test okay. came back. Okay. Fortunately, sure. um, the actor was COVID negative and right. we could continue. But I think that, um, of course, the protocols around COVID were the biggest challenge. Yes. But again, our, you know, we had a medic on set called Armin who was incredible. He was just wow. such a joyful life. He would walk See. around with like double guns of sanitizing, right. like spray. Right. <laughs> and he would yes. absolutely make sure he'd be there checking our temperatures. He would make sure that sure. people were keeping their distance as much as they could. We had masks. We sure. had visors. It's a new experience. Um, eh? Sure. Completely new. Yeah. Sure. It is completely new, but I think it also does create a different kind of it does. It does. You, you know, yeah. it, it's really people just get down to the business of, of telling the story, and Absolutely. we were very lucky that we managed to get everything um, in the time we were given. Excellent. In terms of the premiere, um, <coughs> excuse me, it's tomorrow night yes. on um, Showmax, and yeah. I urge the listeners, if they don't already, to download the Showmax app because it's a very dynamic and exciting streaming service it and there's so indeed. much incredible it, local oh, content beautiful. they've really gone over and above but for those who don't have Showmax but they do have VSTV it's also going to be on KTX and Key channel 145 right. and it is fully subtitled it's English <coughs> sorry, and Afrikaans okay, okay. but it's fully subtitled throughout um, and it starts at 8 o'clock Fantastic, fantastic. Um, a quick one I wanted to share with you as you were speaking about the whole COVID challenge. I've just yes. finished the production at school of Little Shop of Horrors where I reduced the cost to nine and we, everybody, Juanita, had masks and we had the microphones 
over the mask. Nobody removed it um, because of the audience to feel safe and yeah. so on. But you're right. People find a way. It took us to a different level or a different, what can I call it, cohesion. There was this thing yeah. like we were in this, this together and let's get this done. It was a different, it was just astounding on another level. And Auntie Kachi, when I was in the pantomime, that was Charlene yeah. Surti Richards and she was Auntie Kachi yeah. and I was Buttons. Papadopoulos and just a quick one so we can laugh and oh, I love her dearly and she's just such an inspiration and she's yeah. there for everybody in life you need somebody Charlene's there the lift Juanita you know who brings her up Auntie Kachi the fairy godmother who brings her up through the trap door it got stuck and we could hear Charlene and she's running and she's saying um, buttons I'm, I'm, I'm running up the stairs because the lift is not working buttons cinders and oh we will never forget that and she just and Juanita one and I keep saying the last one but this I promise the very very last one we say goodbye <laughs> are you at all do you make a, a little appearance in the film I don't I do sing the theme song ah, so there you, go. Um, okay. you can you can listen out but before go. you say goodbye okay cool I yes, just go really want to take a moment to just acknowledge who you are um, in my career and in the oh. industry <coughs> so you are such a tireless and ardent supporter um, of our craft and I love that you find a way to keep telling stories and important stories and joyful stories and sometimes difficult stories and I really like I I was telling my husband and reflecting on the the impact that I had and I tell you this all the time and I'll tell anyone who cares to listen that I have such a deep and profound respect for you and oh, your craft and I really oh. just want to say thank you and for all the times you've randomly reached out to me on Facebook to say well done I've watched this I've seen this I really want to say thank you so much and I honestly our industry is richer oh, because gosh. you are in it Thank you so, so much. I'm so honored to hear that. And you know, I look, I've always looked to you and I think, oh, look, yeah, 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 yeah. And I think, yes. Oh, so thank you very, very much indeed. And onwards and upwards, Juanita. And tomorrow I'm there. I'm in my house with my dogs and my parrot and I'm celebrating and I'm showing my students next week at University of Pretoria and also playing them the podcast so they can hear because sometimes it you know they need to hear the voice of the artist deep inside and this I'd love to hear your comments okay sure of course of course absolutely the time was right it was inside you and here was the moment and it's come now so may it fly onwards and upwards to greater heights Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, Have a dear. great weekend. You too. Okay. Cheers, Nin. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.